strangers, no offense, but we'll we'll become best friends after this. But oh, listen yeah, to absolutely. people that I have not met before tell me that they listen to my podcast. I'm like, are we in love right now? Am I around? Are we best yeah, friends? Yeah, absolutely. Am I? Yeah. Uh-oh, peekaboo. What's going on down there? <laughs> The Necronomicon awaits. A ritual must be performed. Seems fairly obvious. Batu! Marada! I told you I would find you. Noni! Pass, pass in your seatbelts. It's going to be a bump, bump, bumping night. It's showtime. What's your name? What? What is your name? We are men of misfortune. What's going on, misfortunate listeners? It's me, Tyler Campbell. Today, I'm joined with two special guests from the Sorta Kind of Funny podcast, Lauren and James. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing magically delicious. I'm doing good. Just got off work, drank a bunch of caffeine. I'm going to shit myself. We're doing good. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Uh, This is Lauren. I'm I'm great as well. Just uh, just here. We're very excited. James, what are you wearing? Did you just put some glasses on? I'm waiting for the Clark Kent moment where he like rips them off and he's fucking (laughs) super Mormon. Super Mormon. Hello, my name is Elder Price. Yeah, except I was Elder Norris. Let's go. Uh, No, they're my blue light glasses. Why you got Why you got attack me like that, Lauren? No, they came out of nowhere. I respect them. I think they're really cool, James. Thank you. I like them. I I think they look very. You look very suave, my sir. Ooh. So today we're going to be talking about their Mormon past. Um, Lauren is an ex-member. And so is her husband, which we will definitely be getting into. And her brother, James, is a current member. And I want to know from you guys where it started. Was it your parents? Have you guys been doing this since birth or what? Yeah, so I'll I'll share my little brief. We grew up very heavily in the church. Um, we had a, I, I'm speaking for James and me here. I know he'd agree. We had a great upbringing, like, yeah. Our parents were raised in the church, their parents, so it was very much a long line of members. Um, we had a great childhood, great parents. It was a lot of um, high-demand religion, though, but we you, you don't know it when you're growing up, really. You kind of have thoughts, and you're like, yeah. hmm, this is interesting. We're very unique. But yeah, we we grew up, and we were raised Mormon or LDS. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like Lauren said, so we were born members of the church. Our mom's family were like original members that like came to Utah. The Mormon church moved to Utah. No shit pioneers. with uh, the pioneers. Yeah. They... Brigham Young. Mm-hmm. Brigham Young. Yeah. Because it was Joseph Smith and Brigham Young and then Brigham Young mm-hmm. and yeah. um, Warren Jeffs. Is that right? Split. So it wasn't Brigham Young. It was years down from that. But yes, Warren Jeffs is a split off the FLDS church. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. we'll definitely be touching later. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, that's well, a whole. Yeah. That's um, rough. But, got a lot to cover. So yeah, that's our mom's <laughs> side. Yeah, our mom's side of the family has been members since like basically Joseph Smith time period, right? That's and then our dad's, nuts. um, yeah, like like a long time. I'm, I'm pretty sure, like we have, like, yeah, <laughs> very shameful. And then our our dad actually, his family, they were converts to the church. Um, um, on their side of the family, they're all like, I think they were Methodists. They were Christians, yeah, they just not LDS Southern, Mormons. Um, yeah, Southern Bible Belt. But, yeah. Um, yeah, and then like Lauren said grew up and kind of she kind of hit the nail around the head where you don't realize it's a high demand religion when you're a child and like every day going a yeah, ton. we went every single morning before high school we go to church um yeah it's a very it's every four day years of seminary 
every summer we'd go to uh i went to a girls camp james would go to scout camp which was lds it was like with the church we'd go to efy we would go to youth conferences like Like, we were submerged the most mormon you could ever meet yeah and we were proud of it we loved my nickname in high school was mormon and i loved it because to me i was proud of it you know and again you don't know until you realize you look back what people like, think of you. Yeah, 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 yeah. You start to you start to connect the dots, and you're like, yes. "Damn." Yeah. So, <laughs> with with that, I mean, with with Lauren being out and James, you still being in. I mean, there's got to be some kind of tension with the family, right? Like, there. I mean, the whole family didn't get out because obviously you're still in. So you you being mm-hmm. in and Lauren and her husband being out. Was there any kind of tension between? your parents like you know telling lauren like hey you're making a bad decision or or what i mean was there any kind of persuasion with the church or your parents to lauren and her family so lauren do you want to take that laughing right now the reason why is we are the one percent of the mormon population ever Mm -hmm. we all left the church within well james you have your own segue but we all were out at the same time within like a month i would say Uh, my parents yeah my all of our siblings all four their yeah. spouses uh james can share his little thing with mm-hmm. the parents because james had a very separate from us yeah so um originally so i left the church um in 2020 i was the first one in our family everyone was very active like lauren said we grew up our entire lives was our personality in 2019 so i actually went to byu which was like you know the <laughs> mormon, mormon yeah college, church right? yeah um I took classes from there, learned a lot of stuff about the history of the church. It was kind of like, holy shit, like no one ever tells you this. I spent two years of my life in Ecuador as a missionary. And then I just kind of started learning a lot of stuff that the church didn't uh, talk about or is not forward with. And I kind of decided for myself, like, okay, I I don't think this is true. This can't be the truth, right? I left the church. I didn't tell anyone in my family. I was married at the time. My wife knew, um, got married very young. A lot of Mormons do. Yeah. Uh, She knew she was a member of the church. Yeah. Yeah. So that happened. And then a year later, um, but she had my a hard older time brother, with it. he did have a hard time. Yeah. Cause you know, that's like, it's your everything. It's your world. It's your literally your eternity. Right. That's what's taught. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and then, um, that all that happened a year later, uh, my older brother reached out to me, was talking to me about, he's like, Hey, I have some questions about you about the church. Right. Cause I think everyone in the family kind of figured it out because we had been together a couple of times since I'd left and I made a couple garments. comments about stuff. You can know. You yeah, notice. I wasn't yeah. wearing like the Mormon the, underwear. Yeah, the Mormon, the whitey tighties. Yeah, and you, and you, yes, yes. Yeah, 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 and yeah. You, and you the know, it was gone. Right. The spirit I was, was like, missing the from my soul. Is coming through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he doesn't wear so, whitey tighties. The end of yeah, times exactly. are coming. But, right. <laughs> like, and yo. It's, it's so anyway, wild. yeah, and then and then a year later, um, within like a month, I remember talking to my parents and them being like, "Okay, we're just kind of curious why." And then a month later, everyone's like, we're done with the fucking church. I was like, holy shit, like, what the hell? Which is, like Lauren said, such a small percentage of the Mormon church ever leave, let alone the entire family. Yeah. We are an anomaly. It's, it is kind of crazy. And then since then, I have returned not, not at all in the way in which we lived our lives before. I go sometimes, um, I kind of do my own thing in the church. I've kind of decided where like, it's a place where there's like community and I'm happy with it. And I don't feel like I have to live up to the expectations air quotes expectations of like what the church teaches and for right. me i'm okay with that which is not technically the way you're supposed to do it at he's all he's not but a good I'm okay member so, yeah, yeah, what yeah. They call a jack member like he doesn't believe in the doctrine however 
it's yeah. community like and it's home it's nostalgic too it's right what you, I think it's you what you guys that. have known your entire life so it's 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 yeah. something that's very yeah. understandable whenever it's like well you know i re- i did return but it's i didn't go full force with yeah. it now does the community yeah, yeah, yeah. as a whole like look at you different i mean because you're not doing the anti-caffeine yeah. anti uh and yeah. underwear i mean i mean what's, yeah. what, what, um, what, how do they treat you different so for me personally, it's weird because I feel like a lot of the, the this newer, younger generation of people are a lot more like, like hey, man, you kind of do whatever you want as long as you very like, yeah, very nuanced. Like you kind of do what you want. You don't have to always wear the whitey tie bees. If you have caffeine or like coffee every once in a while, no one really cares. It's a lot more of like people's parents or like our, our parents generation where they're yeah. like, oh, you left the church. We're not friends anymore. Like our parents have lost tons of friends. Right. Whereas people our age that we've talked to are more like. Hey, you know, like whatever decision you have to make is is more for you. But sometimes I do feel like, it, especially because I'm in Utah, which is like Mormon yeah. fucking central, <laughs> you can tell. And uh, I, I definitely, I can pull off the Mormon look. If I told someone I was LDS, no one would question it. I mm-hmm. I look like the epitome. I don't have any tattoos. Um, you know, I I have short hair. I'm white. That's like screams LDS, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. which is like, it, it, it's it's kind it's of like, cut. it's clean cut, right? That look, but. Um, I do have friends that are LDS that have tattoos and stuff like that. And, and they, they tell people and they're surprised and they're like the ones that are full force Mormon, right? Like follow all the rules and everything. So for me personally, I can kind of like slip onto the radar with where I live and I I don't really feel any effects from it, but people's parents that are my friends, that's where I feel it. Cause they're like, Hmm, you, is that Mm -hmm. coffee you're coming into my house with? Hmm, are you bringing spirits Mm -hmm. of the demon in here? And I'm like, yeah, that's right. And I start just casting Satan spells. (laughs) Love it. I was going to say, too, you're in the dating realm in Utah. So that's yeah. a whole other beast in itself. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm, <laughs> they're looking for a return missionary. And you're like, that's me. I'm like, I am a return but... missionary. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. I break all the fucking rules because I'm a badass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> I, I mean this in the most respectful way possible. That is the hardest part about leaving cults is the idea of losing everybody and everything that you know because you've spent so much time and so many years on this one thing and you're walking away from it. What was your breaking point? What was the point for both of you that, I mean, because you left, you came back, James. Lauren, you're still out. What was what was the kicker for everybody? Yeah, so for me, um, I remember there's, like I said a little bit earlier, uh, I took a class at BYU and the whole idea of the class, um, and this just sounds, I mean, you know, when you, when you leave stuff, kind of like what you said, you leave and you look back and you're like, what in the fuck is wrong yeah. with me, right? The whole yeah. idea of this class, this is a university taught class, right? It is a university. Let yeah. us Government funding. This. People yeah. come here and pay yeah. money to learn this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This class is, um, they have a religious a religion department at BYU where you take classes and they teach you about their religion, right? And, and they're mandatory. You have to take them, even if you're not yeah. a member. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fan fiction. Yep. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's literally fan fiction. It's like, we're going to study the Lord of the Rings. Um, we I need uh, to be in Book of Mormon class. Like, how do you do that? Yeah, right. Like, it's not like anyway, James. <laughs> anyway, I'm sure they I just like like specially like break down the book, right? That's what they're doing during yeah, the yeah, class. Yeah, yeah. So a lot That's of exactly it, it is like we're gonna talk about the history of it, how we can prove it, how anyway. <laughs> so right. Yeah. 
exactly yeah. <laughs> right, right. right and the thing is you're laughing and us would have been like are you serious right now like let I, me prove it now yeah like, yeah yeah, yeah. like how dare you <laughs> before we get too far into this i want to go ahead and tell you that i did read the book of mormon for this specific you did not yes the i did the whole thing the whole thing the, the original the original script you can find it all on audible and i spent an entire <laughs> week listening to the garbage <laughs> that you guys practice and i'm i don't wow. i don't mean this no, 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 i, I mean this, yeah i was gonna say i i spent uh eight years of my life in a lutheran school i mean it, it got pretty culty at the end i mean uh, i was like isolated for a while from other class members it was you know we had the religion class where they they force feed you you have wednesday uh study where you basically spend like three hours inside of the church reading scripture Mm-hmm. Uh, you had every Sunday you had to be there you had to participate in everything the church was doing so I get it I get it and I'm I, impressed I, yeah, 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 yeah. I, honestly I, had I, will to. Say, I had to I will say the book wasn't even written as scriptures it was a Mm-mm. book mm-hmm. when Joseph Smith originally came out with it he's like this is a book people hated it mm-hmm. they're like this is not entertaining and so then when it ended up they changed and they said oh well, this is actually inspiration this is actually you know scripture interesting how that happened then you know they kind of held on to that but it wasn't originally scripture so i'm so impressed you read yeah, you, i did it i did book. it for you too i did it for you too because i wanted to come I, to this honestly, with some please. extreme knowledge holy cow i'm impressed wow. yeah as i couldn't get people as a missionary that i was trying to convince to join the church to <laughs> oh, read the if whole you book. came to my door i would not answer it i would be like right? yeah no man you need to go somewhere else with that shit no, for like brother episode got it throw me throw me in the microphone i I fucking i'll be there yeah um so anyway yeah i took this class and the whole idea of the class was basically to explain away problems and stuff that the church has done in the past and and there were and there were things that i never knew that had happened in the church i never knew like a lot of stuff and they don't talk about it and then it started coming out because the internet exists right so like we can like talking about it Mm-hmm. Yeah, because originally they would write books and stuff, you know, in the 80s and 90s, there were a lot of these books that would like that members would say, like, oh, this is anti-Mormon. But then they would uh, um, collaborate like all these pieces of information and prove it mm-hmm. with like documents and journals like, hey, this isn't just anti-Mormon stuff. Right? This is history. Right. And, and then the church was like, oh, shit, we need to get behind this and start teaching our youth and our, our people this. So that way, if they hear this, they're not like, oh, what's this, this is the first about? time I'm hearing this. Right. And so mm-hmm. I just... Kind of like uh, black ahead. people uh, and how they were just, the yeah, just now being able to go into the church. I believe it was 1978 when they were first mm-hmm. allowed to come into the Church of Mormon and the way they explained them in, in the Book of Mormon as being they were the people in the middle, right? They couldn't decide between yeah, so- Jesus or Satan during the fight, right? Yeah, it was. Say um, that again, sorry. So- huh? Sorry, say that again. Uh, the black people, the reason why people are black was because in the book of mormon uh was because uh there was a, a a divide between jesus and satan and black people were in the middle and that's how they were marked right so they they were actually because wasn't it cain james that's still There's a million different things. They, the one that there are the one, theories yeah the one you're talking about specifically though and they're talking about in the book of mormon is a lot about like native americans the reason why they native have dark Americans. skin is okay. yes um it's so racist. they yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they they came to the Very United much. States. They came to the Americas, the Promised Land, right? We're in the, the Missouri, land. and now we need uh, to go to Missouri. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we live Adam there. And Eve I was like, in Missouri. Is, I feel it. Why would they go there? Evolution came can't from- can't spell <laughs> Missouri without misery. I guess Jesus needed to be there too. I don't know. Yeah, for uh, sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. 
Um, so yeah, in the Book of Mormon talks about how like uh, they they came to the, the Americas and then um, there was a separation between two of the groups, the Lamanites and the Nephites. Mm-hmm. And the Nephites were God's people, right? They were following the scriptures, they were following the commandments, all that stuff, right? And they stayed white. And yep. then the ones that were not, their skin was marked, right? Mm-hmm. So it was a vi- it was like a visual um, evidence was... of their iniquity, of their sin, right? Mm-hmm. And then later on, it talks about how like they started to intermingle, interbreed, and then it got to the point where all of their skin um, was dark, and the only way you could tell the difference between the two of them were if they were following the commandments of God or not. So they got to the point where it, you, it wasn't that skin tone. So but they basically were able, that is the explanation behind so they were, it. Which, they were basically able to to talk their way out of having like you know uh, racial things started coming up in the sixties, and they were able to like I guess explain away why right, right, it was right. written the way it was originally and yeah i mean that's what all religions <laughs> yeah. have to do in order to stay yeah. relevant so you're not like yeah so yeah. i hate black yeah, people exactly. and it's 2023 100 percent. So. as a child you hear these things and then you ask okay so wait why couldn't they come in and it's like oh well they just weren't ready just weren't like ready. why would yeah as a race they weren't ready it's just yeah. trying to explain like you said trying to stay relevant yeah. you just have to keep up with the times yeah churches mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and cults or else you fall yeah. behind, and then you end up like mm-hmm. Scientology. Yeah. And you, well, I'll get into that later. But it's they're just, still going though. They're still I mean, going yeah. somehow. Somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so anyway, yeah, that that was for me. That was my. I just I learned a lot of stuff, and they would give me explanations like that, like the like the skin tones. I remember that always did not sit well with me. Even as a missionary, mm-hmm. I would sit there and be like, "That's kind of fucking racist." Um, <laughs> and then. You were serving- people with darker skin too yeah yeah, yeah. And then ecuador. Like, yeah i was in ecuador yeah yeah and then also uh, kind of the same thing what you're saying though i remember i was at byu and one of my one of my really close friends that i worked with he came out to me as gay and that's a big thing in a lot of christian you know it's like oh that's a big no-no and i remember him telling me this and me looking at him and going i don't feel any negativity towards you i don't think anything less of you but i'm supposed to i think like i, I don't know like it's like this weird world where i'm supposed to think that you're going to hell for some reason but i don't feel that way so am i wrong or is the church wrong and then being like well i mean that's what happened to oh, the no. there was a there so was that a, was another big thing there was a student that went to your college that was given valid victorian but he was gay yeah. and he gave a speech and he ended up killing himself because he yeah. was gay and that's so unfortunate because of the religion and the way it, it you know it's practiced it sucks so um so i actually was very pro like lgbtq community um mm-hmm. before leaving and i was very more like feminist and in the church as a woman it is very difficult you do not ri- rise to the ranks like no there's people. an um, there's an umbrella it's god your, your yes. husband you your kids yep yes and i i mean there's a part you know when you get married in the temple I had to basically seal myself to my husband or like uh, submit to my husband. And then he submits mm-hmm. to God. It was very much, it was not like, it did not set well. I did not like that. I was like, this is not okay. So I just had these things in the back of my mind, but I would have never left church hmm. ever in a million years. Cause I was, it was truth. So why would I leave truth? You know? Right. Why I would you leave like... your, why would you leave your eternity to, to right. fate whenever you, right. you have no idea what's there? Right. And so for me, I had an issue with modesty as well. I, I wore my garments. I was very in that, but I wanted to wear, I love fashion. Like I was like, I want to wear a tank top. It's hot. Like, yeah. It was just, it was hundred degrees in Utah. Let me wear right. a fucking tank top. <laughs> right. I was, you know, pregnant in the summer in the South and I'm like, this is not okay. Wearing Damn. extra layers. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then I remember a couple of years ago, I went to visit my mom and she 
just started unloading word vomit about, she's like, did you know Joseph Smith, um, you know, went to jail and yeah, like a couple did times. all these things. Right? Yeah, a couple times. She's like, do you know why he actually was in prison the last time, why he was killed? I mean, unloading these things that I'd never heard of. And this is my mom who normally when, you know, it's like, don't tell your kids, you don't want them to leave. And she yeah. was unloading and I forever owe her that because if she never told me, I would still be it. My life would be so different. So I went with that, took it home, had panic attacks, <laughs> my husband. So he's um, in surgery residency and he saw me like freaking out every night. It was just like the most existential crisis. He's like, I would love to hear about this, but right now I can't. He was going through a very difficult time and he's like, I can't have panic attacks right now. And I was like, I get it. A week later, things happened in our lives where we had a long car ride. And he's like, just unload, tell me everything. And we did. And after that car ride, he's like, I'm done. I'm like, oh, it, it lined up perfectly for us. And so I'm also very grateful for my husband to take Being the time very supportive. to listen. Absolutely. Yes. Like he, you are told in the church, if your spouse is not living up to their temple covenants and everything, you should leave them because you deserve to be with someone who will take you to the temple. So what is a temple of covenants? Yeah, I was going to say, like, for, you're using words. You're using some verbiage sorry, here. I'm That's so sorry. It's yeah, very no, Mormon you're good, you're dialect. Good. Yeah. Temple covenants, it's covenants that you make in the temple. And so basically you are things you're promising to your spouse, to God. That's what I mean by that. Like you okay. promise to stay in the church. Yeah. And that was something we promised each other. So yeah. yeah. Covenants just means things that we promise to God. And in return, we will receive blessings mm-hmm. for them. As long as that's we keep what that our means. End. Yeah. Yeah. It's so like a baptism. When you get baptized, that's like a covenant. And then there's like other stuff too. So that's like mm-hmm. what that word. We use that word a lot in the church, mm-hmm. like a lot, a lot. Um, Because it means basically it's like, oh, not only am I promising God something, God, the God is promising me something. That's a very elitist. The the same God who's giving you your own world to be a God over necessarily. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So like church doesn't say that anymore. Yeah, they change that. What? And say we made that up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, God, that's got to suck. Yeah. There's a lot of things like that. It's like, oh, no, this was what I was taught. And they're saying they're no. Like, no right it's very hurtful it's very hurtful so they're like you're crazy yeah. so being an lds you know member how okay so you guys are from utah right you're lauren are you no. originally no no so, sorry we're from all over we grew up uh military dad memphis oh, right. like uh, mississippi yeah. yeah air force right we, Mm-hmm. Yes. And so okay. just south of Memphis is where we lived the longest. Um, James went out to BYU. I went out to BYU. We all separately. We lived in Utah for a little bit when we were kids, but we've all lived there. Yeah. Okay. So I met my spouse. I was going to say, because you, you you probably weren't around communities that would ask you questions about FLDS and LDS and how they would get confused and the lines being blurred between, no, the, yeah. between the difference of everything. Uh, being around somebody or well, living in Iowa, we don't have very many Mormons out here and the Mormons we do, they work at deer They're mm-hmm. They don't talk about it. Like you can tell they've got long beards. They're very, it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's really weird how I'm like depicting these people, but it, it's honest to God truth on how they all look. They, they just have a different demeanor about themselves. And yeah, no, you're, that sounds very FLDS, um, yes. the so beards, can... but they might not be. Well, no, these members weren't FLDS. They were just LDS. But the people that were that, that work at Deer, they don't understand the difference between FLDS and LDS. And they would gotcha. constantly ask, how many wives you got? You got locked up. Oh, we got asked wives. that. Yeah. Yeah. 
ours was how many moms do you have and I'm yeah like, we one? all the time because they just don't they thought it was all right. the same thing and, and we would make up jokes we're like well we got a few they live in different states so it's legal and they're like yeah. wow sister yeah. wives fuck it we were, right. <laughs> yeah, we're making yeah. jokes and not even realizing we're like no but that's actually real for some people <laughs> no, but like, for, go back and four like, generations yeah so yeah, was that something back, that well. ever like bothered you whenever you'd find somebody that didn't understand the difference between that cult and your religion yeah i it did for me because i didn't understand like i was like because for us it wasn't that they didn't understand the difference they thought all mormons still practice that oh yeah and so for me i knew that polygamy was a thing i that was one of the reasons why i left i was so i hate i, I polygamy makes me sick mm-hmm and the whole history How of it. How dare you? Sick. I'm just kidding. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Just <laughs> shut the hell up. <laughs> it was like, go, play me, go, play. No, more I, wives, um... more headaches. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, no, no. I'm like, I'm a man. This benefits me. No. <laughs> but mm, so, uh, that's it, though. No, 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 no. That sounds like my nightmare, if I'm being honest. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Lauren. Go ahead. Uh, no, no, no. It's fine. I'm joking. Um, oh, yeah. So the polygamy thing. I remember kids in high school and, and stuff would make jokes and I'm like, I, like it was, I'd, I'd go along with it and make jokes, but it was upsetting because to me, I'm like, this is my truth and my like heart. This is me, my identity. And you're mocking this, even though like, I get it. I 100% get where these kids were coming from. It's yeah. crazy sounding. And they just didn't know, you know, I, I mean, I wouldn't go up and mock someone's religion or whatever, maybe behind their back, make a little <laughs> hee joke. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't like, did you, did you hear that they're fucking Jehovah Witnesses? They don't celebrate holidays. <laughs> Fuck those guys. Right. <laughs> so sad. But yeah. Anyway, James, does it bother you? Yeah, I was gonna say, um, like the the multiple wives and stuff like that. For me, I just I was always I always kept thinking like they just don't understand right the difference that they didn't want to do that. Yeah. God made them do that. God made them get that pussy. You know what I'm saying? Like that wasn't their all right, calm down, that. Warren Jeffs. Calm the yeah. fuck down. Right, right, right. It's so true. They didn't want all these like, bitches. You're taught that that it what they didn't want to do that. You are yeah. literally taught no one wanted to. There weren't enough women. They had to like match them up, and so you're like, yeah. oh, they're <sighs> suffering. Yeah, as a mom, like sex having kid, like a little child. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Would that make sense? Yeah. yeah. So there are a lot of controversies to your church, your religion. A big one I have kind of a problem with i mean besides like there's a lot i have a big like problem with with when it comes to the lds but my brother is an lds member and really um, went yeah so his uh he moved out to I- well he's originally from idaho he's currently in the navy he's a uh non-practicing mormon he was uh very dedicated when he was living out in idaho but the second he joined the navy there's not so much of an access uh, i don't know where he is with that line but um from what I understand is when he goes back to Idaho to be buried, I won't be able to be able to participate in his funeral because of his Mormon background. Now, from what I've understood is like weddings and funerals, baptisms, anything that's important that goes on inside of temple goes on inside of temple. Like we're not supposed to know mm. what kind of things can you tell me that go on during a baptism, a wedding, a funeral, anything that you're not the outside us non-believers aren't supposed right. to see. James, do you want to explain the, the temple thing, like what happens in there? Yeah, so there's a couple different yeah. layers to that um, that comment that you made or question, right? So mm-hmm. the first one, baptism. So baptisms are done 
usually in LDS churches, they can be done really anywhere as long as there's water because you have to go all the way under, right? So people are allowed to, that aren't members, are allowed to participate. They can't do the baptizing, but they can be present, right? Okay. Um, so that is that. Then you take the next step, weddings. Yeah, Mormon weddings are in Ceilings. temples. Yeah, yeah, not wedding. Right, right, right. They're, they're called um, what? It's called a ceiling. A ceiling. Um, What's the significance of it being called a ceiling instead of a wedding? Right. So the difference between the two are um, the, the the different verbiage is pretty much the difference. You do these covenants that we talked about earlier where you're promising. Um, but in this specific kind of marriage, this ceiling, you're promising not just you and God. It's you and your spouse and God are promising each other things. So like you promise your wife that you're going to do X, Y, Z. She promises to obey you, which it's all changed and it constantly does change. Yeah. So I don't know what it currently is is but right, you're basically so promising true. yeah you you're prom sealed together forever yeah. so you can like, be married separately and then like so so you and your wife you're like oh let's join the mormon church you know you're in and you you can now get sealed in the temple so it's not a wedding yeah because you've already been married yeah or if you're doing it for the first time then it'd be like a wedding ceiling it's just Flash ceiling yeah right so then you get terminology yeah. So then you become sealed and you're and you two are now like joined for not just this life, but forever and ever and ever. Because the Mormon church teaches that um families like, you know, when you get married, you're like, oh, until death do you part. We're like, we don't say that in the temple. We say for time and all eternity. So that's what a Mormon like wedding when they talk about in the temple is that people cannot go into the temples unless they're members of the church. And you have to have been in for a, like, I think it's at least a year you to recommend to recommend and the recommend you have to have paid tithing and you have to prove that you go to church and you follow all the rules all those kind of things before you can get in that's where you start to get into that cult elitism right there's mm -hmm. temple stuff because yeah. you're, you no one can go in there unless you have a, a card that has a barcode number linked to your name and your account that goes he pays his tithing which is 10 percent of all your money he follows the rules the fuck stuff, no right? so this yeah, is like, okay, a, it's, it's, Harry, like yeah. i mean like yeah. all religion it's it you know in the bible for christianity yeah you gotta pay yeah, yeah you gotta pay 10 percent of your uh, weekly earnings into the church yeah. which is bananas but this is like a mandatory thing this isn't just so, like a charity to be thing able around. to go to the temple yeah so it's so, not oh, let's be let's be fair here salvation yeah, Sorry, yeah. Hold, on, it's, hold, on. It's, hold on this isn't mandatory oh no never is this mandatory but if you want to go into heaven forever and ever you kind of need to yeah. pay. So you make your choice. You get 80 years and not pay. Congratulations. Or eternity in hell. Like it's yeah, very like non-mandatory, yeah. but it is mandatory. If like, you want to get to top tier heaven. So what you were saying with your brother, uh, funeral funerals are not done in the temple. Yeah. Um, there are baptisms for the dead is in the temple and that's what it was. initiatory. Yeah. Um, so funeral is totally separate. That's different. Yeah. Right, right, right. You can be. Anything is for the how do we feel about the baptisms for the dead? Because they've definitely abused that in the past and like oh, brought in oh, people, the, yeah, the Jews celebrity. and the celebrities. Yeah, people, mm -hmm. yeah especially the, uh, the, they, they, in the 90s, the church did a bunch of baptisms for oh, people that were killed in the, in the Holocaust. The Holocaust, yeah. And the whole point it's of the disgusting. Holocaust was, was, was killing people because of their religion, right? And then they're mm -hmm. like, oh, well, we should baptize for right. for these people the baptism for the dead so that's yeah that's a whole other thing that's like if you didn't get baptized in this life and you didn't make those again covenants that word with god you can't go into what the, the mormons believe is the highest level of heaven right everyone's going to go to heaven but not the best possible heaven. celestial kingdom mm -hmm. exactly so during this like baptism Tism for the dead does mm -hmm. no one like stand up and go is this a little fucked up that we're baptizing so no people, people that you know we don't dead yeah it's not baptizing no dead, dead bodies, bodies. Well, I know okay. that, but like whenever they they announce that they're they're baptizing, like you know the 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 
the Jews from the Holocaust or mm-hmm. a dead, a, a past celebrity that definitely wouldn't ever consider joining, yeah. but for some odd reason, they thought it would be a good idea. Elvis is not interested. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, dunk it. Uh, no, no one does. Because again, like Lauren talked on the very beginning, this is day one of our lives. We are talked about yeah. this until we're 12. So you can't go to the temple until you're 12 and do these baptisms. Right. right? You're, yeah, you're indoctrinated thing, into yeah. all of this where you believe yes. that this is the 100% yeah. truth you sing, of, yeah. of yeah. every you day. Sing I, I get songs. that, but it's just like, this is like... I know. Well, some As, people I, do. I some people do, but it's kind of the same thing Lauren talked about. You're like, this is kind of weird. I don't agree with this, but you know, this is what God wants. So it's brainwashing at a young age. Oh, and it's when you go through heavily. the temple, you will have these, not everyone, but uh, you have feelings. It's like, oh, this is interesting, kind of culty. What am I wearing? I'm seeing other things. There's chanting, making me very uncomfortable. But look, that's my mom and dad and my bishop and these people I respect. And my next door neighbor. Why would they do anything weird? You know, they're not at a cult. I'm not at a cult. It's very much like they're doing it. I'm doing it. This is all normal. Everyone does it. And then meanwhile, you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> this isn't that normal. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I totally get it. The indoctrination of everything, uh, you know, being in it for such a, a young age and whenever your church, you know, family members, your respected loved ones sit there and say, hey, this is what we're doing today. And you're just like, OK, I totally yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, right. Lauren, when you were having the conversation with your mom, when she had the freak out about finding out Joseph Smith's actual past of being a criminal and a liar and pedophile pedophile and like keep going literally a lot of other things so like the list yeah Yeah. we could it would be like an impeachment list of donald trump i'll be here all day just saying longer probably (laughs) oh just sad yeah yeah like what was did you have like an internal freak out at that point in time because when i left my religion when i left um you know i was in fifth grade and it, it was just it was absolute hell for me uh, i i went through the ringer with it and i asked a lot of questions and it was on my own terms i didn't have anybody pry open my eyes and go look at what you're fucking doing what was your initial reaction and did you have a this can't be true moment yeah it's um it was that sick feeling of a drop <laughs> it was um, it was the most disgusting feeling. And it's they teach you in the church when you see ex-Mormon material or hear it, it's the spirit telling you this Run. is Satan. Like, yeah, it is telling you to leave because this is not truth. No, that's not what it is. It's your body responding to something that you've been told your whole life. It's, it's going into shock, but it is truth. And so I absolutely freaked out. I was just listening, ask, but I was asking questions because this is my mom. She doesn't mm-hmm. lie to me. And I trust her. Luckily, we have a relationship where I was like, okay, she's not lying to me. So I was asking her. It was it was very sickening, though. A lot of people learn little nuggets of information at a time, and they kind of go choose to go down the rabbit hole. I kind of got sprayed in the face with the hose. Yeah, <laughs> like, it, sound, it honestly it sounds was, like it. It does sound like it. It was like a nightmare. It. But it was, again, like, I'm so glad. <laughs> like, But it in the moment, it was horrifying um, to learn all that stuff. And so there's different sources. There's the CES letter. It's church education system it's this person who wrote basically writes all the facts of the church down uh, the truth the truth the church doesn't tell you and has a bunch of sources that they link so she was telling me about all this information that that we didn't know growing up and like james said earlier with the temple there's a song i love to see the temple you sing these songs as a young child yeah, and like and now five years smacked, old right jesus it, it, loves the little children yeah. yep. i still remember <laughs> yep. all of mine so i totally oh, yeah. i totally get it man i totally fucking get it 
Yeah. So it was very upsetting. Um, and I would say up until like six months ago, I wasn't okay. Now I'm in a much better stable place, but like, we so if were... I were to talk to Lauren mm-hmm. six months ago, what would have been this kind of conversation? Would it have been like same, 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 same but type? more angry? Probably I go in waves of anger or sadness. You I mean, have every right to be angry. Eternal... You have every right to right. be angry. Yeah. My yeah, eternal true. companion was taken from me. And by that, I mean, I was, see... I was going to be married to my husband forever. And I knew that you guys were going to rule a galaxy in a right, right. universe. Hold on, hold on. Far, we far never away. said that. We never said <laughs> that. Never said that. I forgot. Liars. So for me, like, the realization that I could die and I don't know what happens. That was disgusting. Like that was horrible. I loved Joseph Smith. We did Nauvoo pageants, which is a play about Joseph Smith in Nauvoo. We dressed mm-hmm. up as freaking pioneers. Yep. We sang like, I'm not kidding. This was like full on fan fiction, musical number. Like we did this almost every, we did this for like three summers. Summer like, I loved, I had a testimony Joseph Smith. Cause what I was taught about him was beautiful. It's not the truth. So that it was like, my religion died. Joseph Smith, this person in my life died. I also had a Christianity faith card like that. So it was my Christian. It was everything plummeting. So it was, it was bad. It, was, it wasn't good. Are you doing okay now? Oh yeah. I'm, okay. I'm in a better place. It's definitely waves. Though. Like you said, it's okay to be angry. It's okay to be sad. I just like anyone going through anything like this, you are validated 100%. Oh. Oh, you are not 100%. crazy. 100%. And and yeah. that's what you and your family have done, you know, leave the leave the church, leave everything you guys have known behind and start a new life regardless of the consequences of being alienated from your community um or fear of because I mean James seems to be doing all right in the community. So just having that knowledge and and, and still finding the strength to leave, it is such a hard thing to, to right. do. I mean, yeah. it's so you did it as a child you said you were yeah i was in i was in i was in fifth grade and i started well i i was hanging out with like a a different crowd than i was going to school with and they would ask me questions like yo so like what's this about and i would start answering they're like you know you sound fucking crazy and it's like (laughs) yeah i'm gonna go to school and ask these questions because you guys bring (laughs) up a pretty good fucking point so i would start asking questions and and by the i mean the 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 church and the school didn't like it so i i basically would go to school (laughs) And they would throw me in an office uh, next to the principal's office. Mm. And it was pretty much the Xerox printer room. And they had a desk for me in there. And I, I spent 150 oh um, days in it, dude. It was hell. That's see, awful. Because they knew that's impressive that because you as a child thought like that. Well, like, hmm, a lot of adults, I didn't do that. Yeah. I was thrown in my face. I think that's super impressive that, and brave that you were like, hmm. Yeah, you know, it wasn't brave. I didn't tell my parents about it. So I kind of like ate those 150 that's, some days. Well, well, you lived under the roof. What do you do as a kid? You know, that's you what I try to, to tell. I, that's what I try to tell my mom. Like, she's like, I don't know why you've never like you didn't decide to talk to me about it at this point in time, because I had an uncle that was taking me to school and the principal would come out and talk to him about what was going on. Like, you know, he was acting up today. So we had to throw him in that in the the, the side office room. And it was because every God day. wants that. Yeah, because God wants this because he's he's being disruptive to the class and, and it's it's damning to their eternal souls. Oh my so god. We had to we, we had to put him in the him. closet. We had to yeah, basically move him into the Xerox copy room and hope to God he gets a fifth grade education because right. books. Yeah. So see, you know Oh my god. See what you're talking about right there. I don't want to cut off your story. I mean fine. it's just the biggest problem I have with uh, religions, especially Christianity, is this elitism mentality Mm -hmm. 
of we're where... going to hell and we know better than you because exactly. you don't know exactly everything we know exactly yeah. and there's this there's this card i call it the 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 the, the trump card the god trump card right where no matter what you say it doesn't matter because god told me to therefore i have the right to do anything if you, we want to invade the middle east and call it the crusades well god fucking oh. told us to we so kill we millions and millions and millions and millions of people yeah. Over, yeah. over religion and, right. and we don't blink an eye because it's in the name of god and we exactly. still do that today yeah. exactly and you flip that and other religions have done that too it's not just a christianity thing Fuck but no. it's just right. the the uh, you have this eternal person who's in charge of the entire universe tells you to do xyz you cannot convince anyone otherwise that they're wrong in doing it, whether it's putting someone in a closet, um, whether it's uh, the LDS church used to shock homosexuals testicles. Yes, they mm-hmm. did. Conversion camps, baby. Conversion yeah, camps. Uh, because, yeah. because God told us to, right? I think some right. sick fuck was like, I want to see what happens when we shock these homosexuals because I'm a homosexual. That's shock what I think in the balls. Also, shock them in the balls. I like getting shocked in the balls. So like, you know, it would be really cool if we got a bunch of gay people in a room and we just shocked the shit out of their balls. Yeah. yeah and and I'll take them into like, my office and have them suck them? me off. You're not allowed to look at pornography. Like that's oh, one of the things. Yeah. So, but then they were showing these people pornography are you, hard yet? Are you hard, like, yet? Yeah. are you yeah. hard yet are you hard yet oh you're getting a boner shock his dick dude shock yeah there. shock you it wanna, you want to see the pain it's like, yeah oh, and then they're behind their glass door just like furiously masturbating like oh you're so fucking hard right now like jesus oh, god, god. <laughs> like, so all of this stuff yeah Gosh. all of this yeah. stuff you know no matter how extreme it gets from whether you're just locking some kid in the door to killing mass genocide, you are okay and validated to do that because a higher power is telling you to do it. Yeah. That is the problem I have with so many religions. Like everyone's always like, Oh, you know, it's all about good and doing good and all this kind of stuff. It's like, if that were true, that's awesome. Truly that's it is. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately people have this mentality where I can do anything and there's no consequences because I'm validated in doing it. Oh, go yeah. on. Go on, and I was just saying, well, you listening to you, talk about getting locked in a fucking closet as a child yeah. and those adults are going we're doing the right thing oh i'm in catholic school i'm gonna beat these kids with this the is doing, it, doing it for Your god education. baby exactly. yeah throw it exactly. up to jesus for me that was another that's another big thing a lot of people when they ask me about that they're like well you know you're mormon or whatever and i, I my go-to answer for everyone like because lauren kind of mentioned because i i do date and a lot of people here are lds i always just tell them i'm like look whatever you want to say i consider myself a not good mormon and they're like well what do you mean i'm like i don't follow <laughs> all these rules. I kind of do my own thing. Um, and that's about it. And that's a big thing is that I'm like, look, I'm just telling you right now, I'm, I, I don't subscribe to all these very weird details of your guys' stuff. And that's a big part of how I explain is that I don't like the idea of elitism in any aspect, especially here, in the Mormon church. Here it is. Why do you stick around? If you know all this stuff, James, if you, if your family's out, if you know all this stuff, I know the community is important to you, but why yeah. do you keep hanging on to you being a Mormon, like I, I want to know what's that? What's that silver lining for you that that keeps you? Because like whenever I left, I I I was like at first I was agnostic. I didn't I didn't believe anything. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I, I you know there could be a heaven, there could be a hell. Then I went through this atheist period. Now I'm doing something completely different. I mean, mm-hmm. like what keeps you saying like I'm a Mormon? I yeah. you know I yeah. Oh, uh, that's a very valid question. So kind of exactly went that atheist phase. Do what, Lauren? You went through that atheist. I was phase. just gonna say what you just mm-hmm. said is exactly what happened to me, right? So I leave. Everyone in my family is a member, and I'm like, "Fuck all this! I don't care anymore." He Go was through very this. angry. I will say, and I get it. Like you I 100. Ha- yeah, be fucking understand. Pissed. Yeah, but we didn't know what was going on. He didn't tell us he left. 
Yeah. He was scared of what we would say. So we're all like, I was afraid I was going to lose my, yeah, I was going to lose my family. So I get um, it. Yeah. I go through that very much atheist, very much uh, agnostic. I'm like, I don't know. I can't say that I know because no one can say that they know anything for, for certain, which is a big part of the Mormon church is everything is I know this. I know God. I know Joseph Smith. Earth I know, is 3,000 years old. God, and you're don't like, talk no, about it. it's not. No, <laughs> yeah, it's that doesn't not. make any fucking right. sense. How does that right? make sense? Right. Dinosaurs? Um, That's a lie. Yeah, exactly. Well, you're like, we have friends that don't believe friends. dinosaurs are real. And I have masters and doctorate degrees. Shut the fuck up, it's fucking oh, nuts. Um, wild. So James, yeah. sorry. I'm... No, no, you're good. You're good. You're good. Um, so I get through that and then get to a good place, right? Um, I'm, I'm at a place where I don't need religion in my life. I don't feel any less uh, happy, anything like that, right? Um, and then um, I started going through a divorce last year. My ex-wife, um, she and I on good terms as far as like I was gonna as, say, as I'm, far I'm as sorry to hear that relationship. Oh no, it's okay. It was it's definitely mutual. We're we're both very much happier now, and we both like I said, we're we're still like on great terms as far as like divorce couples go. It's it's like the best possible situation you could ask for. Um, but we got married very young. She was eighteen. I was twenty. You know that's what Mormons Same. do. And so I I I. I got divorced and I'm kind of like looking at my life like, all right, well, let me look at what I am missing. And I truly believe that everybody in their life needs some form of spirituality. I'm not saying religion. I'm saying spirituality. And and that's something that I'm, I'm super big on when mm-hmm. it comes to religion. I believe that if it gets you out of the like gets you out of bed, if it makes you a better person. Mm-hmm. If it gets you to be a happier person and feel like your life has purpose, subscribe, subscribe yeah. to the subscribe to religion, whatever. Like I might not agree. Lauren might not agree, but like, it's just, that's your choice. And if, if it yeah. makes you a better person, that's fine. When it comes to like actually inflicting others inconvenience, my mm-hmm. religion gets to dictate what you do with your life. That's when it yeah. becomes a problem. Here's yeah. my thing with that is I agree with the Mormon thing. The problem with the Mormon church and a lot of churches, but especially this one, they don't tell the people the truth. Everything. There Everything is right so top. much. Right. right. I did not know. I had to listen. James is like, hey, listen to the last podcast on the left Joseph Smith series. Hell Let yeah, that you, was a good series. It was yeah, it my is. favorite. It it told me things I didn't even know. It was yeah. so insane. Yeah. And you're if like, oh, Mormon this can't be church, true. But it's it all backed up. Yeah. All 100% if true. the Mormon church fed all the information, they fed it. And they didn't gaslight everyone. And they were like, this is how it is. Mm-hmm. Just own your horrible history. Right. The slaughtering of Native Americans. Just own it. It's yeah. not good. But right. say that it happened and then someone chooses to stay in. I'm not going to argue with you because mm. you know what you are subscribing mm-hmm. to. Yeah. I did which not. Is, James which did is not. what my class at BYU did. They tried to do that, but they tried right. to explain it away by <laughs> giving <laughs> answers. And I was like, this, this is the worst fucking answer I've ever heard in my goddamn life. Like, that doesn't yeah, make any fucking answer. sense. So, yeah, because you have right. a bunch of you have a, like a hierarchy basically sitting in a room going. How do we explain that it's okay exactly. for black people to be here? How do we explain right. the fact that he was a liar and a child molester and he married just, a 14-year-old girl? Yeah, yeah, and just just everything. Like how 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 do we explain his past? How do we explain the fact that he was reading golden tablets in a hat and reading them off to somebody else so they could write it just because he couldn't? Like they they have they have to find ways to be able to explain that because people mm-hmm. like you like me like like everybody else out there have questions for this kind of thing and they have mm-hmm. to have answers or else the facade goes away there's no more yeah. invisible yeah. shield it is just the bold faced lie that is right. what you've that that Joseph Smith created i got to this point where i kind of decided and i and i still believe this everyone needs spirituality in their life right and and our and our parents uh Lauren our my parents 
they um meditate that's their version of spirituality oh, yeah. now right oh, yeah that's awesome yeah it's great um they they got to the point where they're like okay well you know they were in the i mean they were in the church in 57 56 years that's a Holy long fuck like yeah they're not doing great <laughs> they're not yeah they are still in that anger phase you know hundreds of thousands of dollars donated to this church they didn't know where it's going a lot of stuff right so their experience and mine and lauren's are different because lauren, mine and lauren's are like all right you know i don't have kids lauren had kids all this stuff we were able to move on i feel like a lot relatively a lot quicker than them and they have you know they're like we sent our kids to other countries for two years we did all this stuff. We, my, our, both of our parents served missions in Italy and Japan, all this stuff. So they have found their way of coping um, and their spirituality through meditation. Whereas me, um, the way I've explained it to people is that um, I feel like for a lot of people, that finding that way to unlock the door to allow spirituality in your life is uh, it's kind of hard. It, it really is shaped when you're younger. And I feel like the the lock on how to unlock that door is different for everybody. If you grew up in a family where it's like, oh, we're not religious, it's a lot easier to open that door in a million different ways, right? In Europe, a lot of people aren't um, religious, and yet they're some of the most open-minded, very spiritual, not like voodoo, woo, spiritual, but like connected with the earth, and they, they right. do a lot of hiking and stuff like that, right? But if you grow up in a very high-demand religion, the way that that keyhole to open that door to spirituality gets really, really narrow. And for me, I feel like the way the only way I've ever been able to truly feel like unlock that door is through the Mormon church, because that is where I learned to be religious. I spent two years of my life every day, literally every day, 24 seven, wake up, go to sleep, pray a million times, read the scriptures uh, was through the Mormon church. And so going back after so many years of I think I was out for like two and a half years, like completely, completely separate, right? Uh, going back, I went and I thought like, you know, I don't, this doesn't make me angry. It makes some people angry and that are totally valid. They don't want to go into a Mormon church. And I'm like, hey, you know, that's your choice. I have no problem with that. But me going back, it was like I had that door again open and I was able to feel, feel like the spirituality in my life, not because of necessarily it's the Mormon church, like oh, this is the one true God or whatever. It's just, that's the way I know how to express my spiritual um, expression. I don't know if this is making any sense to you. It is, this, it is. Yeah, it is. this is how I explain it. And so because of that, I use it as a way to, hey, you know what? I don't meditate, but sometimes every couple of weeks, I'll be like, you know what? I kind of feel like I need some spiritual cleansing in my life. Go to church, sing some hymns. Um, if they are hymns they're thinking about, they're like Joseph Smith and stuff. I won't participate. I hate that. They do exist. Yep. But um, praise to the man, praise to the man. And but the other ones um, I'm OK with. So, you know, I sit there and I listen to the talks and everything like that. And I do a lot like my friends know this that I go with. They know my stance on stuff and they'll look at me every once in a while. And I have my eyebrows raised like, hmm, OK, all it's right. No, weird okay. that you're crossing that line right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Interesting. But anyway, yeah, for me, that's the reason why I just I feel like it's the way I know how to allow spirituality in my life. And because I don't a hundred percent think this is the one and only true church, which is what's taught. It's easier for me to be able to kind of step through that bullshit and just be like, you know what? I'm, I, this helps me, but I don't think it's the one and only, if there's another way I find later in my life to do that, I'm probably not going to continue going, but you know, for right now, because of that. And also like Lauren said, the community part of it for me is a big part. A lot of my friends are LDS. Um, it helps with that, but they, they know my stance. None of my friends think that I'm like a full fledged, like 
true to the faith Mormon. Like everybody kind of knows my situation, which the helps. covenant path. Yeah, yeah the covenants. Sure. Yeah. So anyway, that's a very long answer, but that's that's why I. No, that was a very that was very very well worded. I mean, honestly, uh, my my follow up question is, what was the first thing you guys did? that broke covenant or temple rules when your veil was removed, when you were able to really think. Yeah. I just slept with a thousand donkeys. No. Donkeys. God fucking damn it. Like, that's not go, Mormon, dude. That's... <laughs> He's like, in what direction? Why was that? Why was that the way you went? Uh, wow. James. <laughs> I don't remember. I'm trying to think. So, cause again, I left the church when I was married and she was a member. Right. So probably I stopped wearing my garments was probably the first yeah. thing. Did you feel That's like you were breaking like just all kinds of rules? You do feel weird. Oh, just like yeah. you're like releasing the shackles. Yeah. yeah. It felt weird. Yeah, it's weird. Because um, you're supposed to wear them all day, every day. All the time. Um, trying to remember. I didn't drink because, again, my my spouse at the time was like, hey, I don't want you drinking because not because it was Mormon. She just didn't want anyone drinking, which is valid. I don't drink now. And it's not because of religious thing. I stopped drinking a couple months ago during my divorce, I was like, I just don't want to, you know, put myself in that headspace. And I've kind of felt better since then. I have no problem with drinking. I feel zero like negativity towards my friends that drink. I go to them to, with them to bars. But, right. like, I don't drink. But I remember drinking, like, I think a couple months later, she was like, yeah, it's fine. You can try alcohol. And I was like, yay, this tastes like shit. Like, it was like yeah, this welcome to it. It's garbage. <laughs> yeah. Now I love the flavor of beer, though. I have like, I love beer. So yeah, yeah that, that I, was I have to, whenever I do the podcast, I have to have at least like two or three whenever I'm doing it. Yeah, I, I just yeah. something to I don't know, get like more of a like a, a decent headspace. That's Relaxing. pretty much what I'm always yeah. looking for. Yeah. I yeah, I feel that. So yeah, that's for me. Probably other than taking off my Mormon garments, like um probably drinking, I think. I don't remember. Nothing too crazy. Again, I was married at the time, so it wasn't like I was just running through these streets fucking right. everything. All I of walk. us were married. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just, just yeah. tagging and bagging them, James. I, I see you doing it, man. I see you doing well, it. You yeah, I'm single now. No, um, but yeah, that <laughs> Hunter. Be... Hunter on the yeah. prowl. <laughs> what about you, Lauren? Was yours like coffee? No. Oh, so I, again, it's weird because we didn't, they teach you when you leave the church, you're taught as a member. Like when people leave the church, it's because they want to sin. That's right. what they teach you. So right. it's funny because that's the last thing on your mind. You're like, yeah, no, I no. would like to not sin because I'd like this to be true. Yeah. So thanks for that. Like, yeah. So for me, my husband wasn't out yet, but I was like, looking up, is coffee and tea bad for you? Because I'm like, let me research. They tell you it's 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 like it's, that. Yeah. And no, it's actually really good. Tea is really good for you. And I didn't yeah. know that. So super healthy. I'm reading, I'm reading this like, what the hell? Like this is what they lied at but like, Joseph on top Smith of the system. Yeah. Said. I was so mad. Right. I was so mad. So um I was like, let me just get some black tea to try. Well, garments was the first thing. And I tried black tea, hated it. Cause I don't like tea. I don't know why I tried that, but coffee and <laughs> Yeah, um, I would say the garments is was the biggest, the first thing. And I would say terrifying. everyone that leaves the church, that's the first thing they do before they ever do anything else. They're like, hmm. most people don't show up to a bar in their garments. Like, yeah, I'd say that. And then and we forever. were we were extreme. Well, I was an extremist member. Like I said, new people are nuanced now where it's like you can wear them, you know, when you go to church or the temple. No, like not we before. were taught you wear them all day mm -hmm. every day unless mm -hmm. you know certain there's like three things you're not you can like take them off for <laughs> and so after that it was like we lived this i did not drink coffee any of this so you're very much feel weird when you when you don't do that so now with the nuance people doing these things and they are members of the church it's it makes me a little bit crazy that is something that's still like kind of makes me 
it's like a trigger is if I see people who are active doing these nuanced things where I was taught like, no, you shouldn't do that. I'm like, mm-hmm. but they're doing it. Like it pisses me off in like a very weird way. Have you ever snapped out on, on anybody, even your brother, oh, no. whenever it comes to like breaking rules no. because you're so, you were so into it for so long? No, Jameson. So you asked at the beginning too, like James and I, our whole family, we get along really well. I mean, there's issues in families. Like some of our siblings are more at an angry place. Some are more at a YOLO, like mm-hmm. <laughs> let's go in yeah. the okay, other dude. direction. Yeah. Right. And so like party, like, which is we're all supportive as long as we're safe, you know? And that's another thing. We were never taught how to drink properly, yeah. how to, you know, so we're learning as adults. So it's super weird. Yeah. Like my brother and I um, at 25 and 24, <laughs> Three, three getting yeah. absolutely drink an entire bottle of plastic vodka just vomiting our guts out we're yeah. like this is great like <laughs> no. Uh, no i know we didn't know james, we talk openly about it and it's it's never been weird yeah james is like it's actually really weird and she's a bitch. i hate <laughs> my life no <laughs> it's you. great yeah yeah the weird thing for me is like i know like eventually uh when i start dating and stuff like that like I, I live in such a weird limbo. I'm not a Mormon. I'm not not a Mormon. I live in this very weird space, which I'm fine with. It makes me happy. Everyone that I've talked to usually is okay with it. But someone who is a member or not a member, either one of those two are going to be like, okay, but you're not where I'm at, right? Because I live in such a strange spiritual world of Mormonism. Yeah. Um, that's what's weird for me is that like coming to the terms of being like, huh, whoever I like, I'm going to have to explain this to them. And then also my family is going to have to be okay with them. And I don't think my family would ever like jump down anyone's throat, but at the same time, if they were like super Mormon, I could see it going a lot worse than if they were not Mormon. You know what I mean? Because oh, we yeah. talk about it a lot. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, like yeah. them kept making, we would never want them to be uncomfortable. Exactly. It's like, we're going to talk about, satan's anus like that's very satan's a very big part of our conversation we love talking about satan even when we're members oh yeah love satan yeah (laughs) um so yeah but the thing is is i feel like i pretty much i kind of gauge that by when i talk to people because i tell them where i'm at and i ask them like so like a big question it's like prodding it's like prodding you're trying to prod their reaction so you can you can judge on your answers exactly want like some kind of bad interaction i used Mm -hmm. to have to do that for years with people like my family would because my family would still go to church even after i had left and like i was i was fine with them going I, i didn't really give a shit and one day they would they you know let's say like sunday they brought somebody over and it'd be like how, where are you at on the spectrum? Where can I, mm-hmm. what can I poke uh, yeah. at to be like, yeah. yeah. My go-to question is, so like, what are your feelings on evolution? Because that question <laughs> answers so many things. Oh Absolutely. yeah. Especially for you guys. It's, it's like, boom. Yeah. Right. Like, because like, yes or no. Yeah, <laughs> yes or no. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's like, if you choose to not believe in evolution, that means that it, it, it immediately says so much like you are, you will not let anything question your beliefs. Mm-hmm. You immediately believe a hundred percent in the Bible that it's a literal book. Like it says yeah. so much about like even LDS people don't necessarily not believe in evolution, but the ones yeah. that don't believe in evolution are like this super extreme, like yeah. or they're not taught it fully. Yeah. I did not fully understand it because I wasn't taught it and I wasn't like like I understood like, okay, yeah, evolution's a thing from animals. I genuinely did not understand the how humans like that that whole thing because i wasn't taught and i didn't think for myself guys i I, i'm not great and i'm throwing myself under the bus but it's like for me the adam and eve that it didn't fit for me so i'll just put that in a box and think about that later you know 
But then also we grew up in the South where our teachers wouldn't teach it because they were Christians. And they'd be like, today we're going to talk about evolution. And they'd be pointing up like, but we know what actually happened. That happened in my public high school. And I was sitting there like, what the fuck? Because our parents taught and believe in evolution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Darwin. Yeah. 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 I'm like, I'm but like, what we the had fuck? a teacher you don't get know fired because she wouldn't teach it. Like, yeah, talk about had, it. She yeah, we had a teacher get fired. It. I'm like, you have a college degree in science. You should you be, you should be very versed in this. I don't understand yeah. where the problem is. Like, I you just should understand how science works. Yeah. I remember that class. I'll never forget because I was like, I'm in this like, is public school. Like, this is public school. And she's pointing at the ceiling being like, yeah, it was nuts. I just, yeah. I'm like, you you are choosing ignorance like you are choosing to not be informed and that's like everyone it's okay to like people can have their own beliefs and i'm totally okay with that i'm just saying for me i don't want to be in that i'm not going to probably want to be friends with someone who refuses to learn like i don't yeah. do forced ignorance or i'm not going to no. date someone who refuses to learn and know things so anyway that's like that's my go-to question that's that's the beginning that's a good one i start getting deeper and deeper and deeper so yeah also, so, like members, I'll be like, what do you feel about LGBTQ people? And they're like, well, you know what the Lord says? And I'm like, well, I know what I'm saying. No, I know. Out, bitch. It's, We're not it's friends been anymore. real. It's been fun, but it hasn't been real fun. Exactly. Go. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a big one, too, with members of the church. I'm like. So, yeah. James, as a traveling missionary for the LDS church, what was the worst interaction you had outside oh. of like a very well-known Mormon area? Okay, so I lo- oh, <laughs> I was in my mission in, in 2014. Mm-hmm. I was in Ecuador. So they give you like one place and you go there. So I lived in Ecuador for two years. I'm trying to get the worst interaction. Um, my very first area was in the middle of nowhere. Like quite literally, it was like two hours from any city. Every building was made of like sticks, except for a co- in the main city, they were all made of like bricks, but it was like really, really dangerous bricks like like the electricity and stuff like that was not great the power went out all the time um i got shot at a couple times by some people in my first area fuck yeah um that was a not you're like you'd stop if you knew this was for the lord (laughs) yeah i'd be like if you knew trying to save you guys come on the fuck (laughs) yeah literally um so uh that was crazy um i had some people trying to like just I mean, it's two years of trying to convince people to join this religion. I have so many stories. One time we went and taught this person who was an evangelical priest or preacher or something like that. And uh, we always start and end our lessons with prayers. And I should have seen it coming. I asked him if he wanted to say our the end, our closing prayer. And down there, the evangelical priest, those people, when they pray, they pray for like 15 minutes. Easy. It's like half their sermon. So I was like, I was like, oh, you know, would you like to say the prayer? And my companion, who's from Peru, he looks at me like, what the fuck did you just do that for? <laughs> and I realized what I just asked. And he's like, absolutely. He calls in all of his oh, neighbors. Yeah, he calls in everybody from around the street, pulls out this, he rolls out this speaker to the living room. I'm like, what is going on? Holds up a microphone. And he's like, yeah, and he's like. In the name of God, and da, da, da. he's like, bless these two that the that the that the demons will leave them. Bless these two. They start putting their hands on us. We're sitting there like, what the fuck is happening? Um, 
that went on for like 15 minutes. Like we kept opening our eyes, like because you're supposed to close your eyes when you pray, you know. We're looking yeah, at each yeah. other like we're like close your hands and all that shit. Yeah, we're like, we need to get the fuck out of here. Everyone's like dancing around, dogs are running through the living room, like and we're just like, what the fuck? Like, Dude, you're lucky they didn't start like pulling out snakes and like start like right, right, them. right. Yeah, just, like it was barehanding <laughs> copperheads. <laughs> exactly. It was crazy. <laughs> Yeah, that was one. That one's one of the funniest ones because we got done with it. We just looked at each other like, "What the?" Like what he was the like, "Father Norris, why the fuck did you ask that dude to say a prayer?" Like, oh man, that happened. It's a good story. It does make a good story. Uh, one one time we knocked. There was this area, and it was like bamboo huts. They were raised off the ground because we were in like a swampy area. Mm-hmm. It's like underneath all the houses with like water. <laughs> this lady kicked my companion off of the bridge into the <gasps> water. No. <laughs> He was oh, this tiny, no. tiny guy. He was from why? Where was he from? Chile, I think. He weighed maybe ninety pounds. He was tiny. oh, easy chucking, easy chucking. You just grab him by like the shirt and or yeah. by the pigtails and pull him a tilde. Dude. Exactly, swing him. Yeah. So we knock on their door. I mean, door, and uh, we're off the ground. Like I don't know, a couple. F- it was pretty high off the ground, and it was like water underneath. And there's like snakes and stuff down there. And we're like, we're missionaries oh, no. for the Church of Jesus Christ. And she's like. Oh yeah, and he just like pushes him, and I was like, "Elder!" <laughs> like I had to like, like every couple, I don't know, every hundred yards or something, they'd have ladders just in case you fell in or something like that. You could crawl out. Holy and get shit! Up. Holy yeah. fucking shit! So I'm like running over to the you. edge. I'm like, oh "Elder, Elder!" I like ran over this thing and had to like climb down and like swim out to get my companion. And <laughs> holy fuck, it was pretty funny. That one. Yeah, I don't know. You look at him and laugh now, but at the time, I was like, he's going to fucking die. There's like alligators and shit. I'm in Ecuador. There's some like, dangerous shit in that water. We should go yeah. get him. <laughs> so, when did this not stop? When, when did this stop being a game? We are now playing with these lives. <laughs> yeah, exactly, real. exactly. It's like, so, just don't answer the door. Instead of throw the human in the snake-infested right, water, just right. don't answer. Well, hide. yeah. It's, there's not a whole lot going on in that country a lot of times. So they're kind of just like, let's see who's at the door and open the wood hut. And then all of a sudden, there's just two white kids in white shirt and ties and we're like sweating our balls off like you want to hear about joseph smith <laughs> <laughs> okay i got one more question before we fucking end this thing i have had such a good time with you two dude and i knew i would i knew i'd have such a good time with the two of you so my last question for the night it's a heavy hitter are you happy since you've left and are you happy since you've relaxed on everything obviously you know who's directed at what Mm-hmm. Well, do you want to go first long or it, me too sure um yes i am it took a while um but the relief the guilt lifted the never free? being enough i do i do Good. feel very much like i feel now like an adult like i can make decisions for myself because then it was uh this is what you do you get married at this age and then you do this and then you serve a mission and then you know my life is laid out now it's like what do i believe what do i want to yeah. do What is my voice and my opinion, which I think has been very cool to learn and figure out. But it's also been difficult with kids um, having a faith crisis with little kids when they ask questions. When one was raised, I mean, he was like five when I left. And so he was asking, you know, why don't we going to church and all these things and trying to give him answers that I didn't know yet. But now, yes, much better place. I feel free. I feel I feel really peaceful. Like he was asking about death and, you know, like who thinks like like you're five but they do and i'm like i don't i'm okay with not having answers anymore i'm like you know what we don't know that's a good place to be honestly that's a very good place to be i love i love to be able to have my mind be changed like change my mind 
<laughs> I'm totally fine with that. Like I love being in a place now where I can do that. Absolutely. All right, James, are you happy since the veil yeah. has been lifted uh, from mm-hmm. your eyes and you, you've relaxed more on your religious beliefs and views? Yeah. A hundred percent. I am happier. You couldn't, I would never, even if I had the choice, like I know people say like, Oh, I would love to go back. Like, even if, you know, and I could live in that happy space, never, ever, ever, never would I want to go back to, um, the way that I was living. The biggest thing for me in life, I feel like is relationships we have with people. Mm-hmm. Um, that to me is everything. Right. Right. Um, because that's all that we know for sure. Like I know people are like, Oh God exists, whatever. You don't know that you can say you do. You don't know that. But I do know that my sister's my sister. I do know that you are now my friend Hell and yeah. I value. Yeah. And I value that friendship and a big problem I have and still do had, or I had and have with, religions that that god mentality of everything's you know i i believe everything and i'm right and you're wrong is that elitism and you look down on other people because they don't view the same thing as you because you know oh if only they knew if only they knew the truth and they'd be so much happier and leaving that like judgment like being judgment free towards people and allowing myself to like truly be friends with people and like whatever you believe whatever you are i accept that I feel like makes all my relationships so much purer and it makes everything I do in life better. And so even though I choose to still associate myself with the church, obviously, like we've talked about, I don't align myself with all the views and everything. I'm so much happier now because everything I do, I do with like a pure intent of because I want to be your friend and because I want to have this relationship with you, not because I feel like I'm trying to convince you to join my church or not because I feel like in the end, in the next life, I'll be a missionary and I'll, let, I'll also make you join my church. Like, like what a fucking crazy way of viewing life. So this is life now. Yeah. yeah. This is all we have that we know. Mm-hmm. Even if you believe something else, this is the only thing you can prove. <laughs> yeah, this is the only thing we can prove. And like Lauren said, the biggest thing is I feel like I'm an adult and I can do whatever the fuck I want. And if Hell I choose, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. I love that if attitude. I choose that I want to go, like, and have a beer with my buddy on Saturday and then the next day go to church. I feel zero guilt doing that because I feel like I made that decision. You are one of the most interesting Mormons I've ever spoken to. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited that we got to sit down and do this. And I believe with that, I think we're going to end this episode right now. If you want to check out Lauren and James, they are sort of kind of funny podcasts. Uh, you can find them wherever you guys get your podcasts. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, whatever. We're now on YouTube. Be sure to subscribe to everything that you can. Give us a shout out. Also, I have to do a special shout out to One Nothing Podcast, Beyond the Shadows Podcast, uh, The Suspended Sentence Podcast. They have been fantastic to us. I also can't forget the weekly tall talk podcast and the cartoon dumpster podcast you guys have been like a family to us i cannot thank you guys enough and now i get to introduce the newest member to my family sort of kind of funny james and lauren go ahead and take it away awesome thank you so much this has been awesome um i hope you guys have enjoyed us um guesting on your on your favorite (laughs) podcast we know we know you love this podcast your favorite but hopefully you're looking for maybe a little uh little side dish they are very funny and they are they have an energy i don't know if you could feel it throughout this episode but they banter off each other so fucking well i wish my guys had half the potential you did just kidding guys i love you guys so <laughs> you much you guys are the 
are the grunge metal to our like 80s pop okay i'm Absolutely. fucking here for god, it dude i'm fucking god that here was for it. so fucking good lauren that was so fucking good no fucking here for like, it. like like that is seriously like you guys are like anime and true crime and we're over here like just just being stupid but i love yeah. your stories though like i wish i i wish i okay lauren honestly i wish i had 10 percent of the video like the videos you post on Instagram, I wish I had 10% of that. Like, I wish I knew <laughs> even like a microscopic of that because like, I don't know how to do any of that. The way you guys represent yourselves, fantastic. I absolutely love your show. And if you're listening to the show, please, 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 please check them out. Gosh, thank yeah. you. This was so much fun, Tyler. Like we had a blast. Thank so you again. Fun. Absolutely. Um, James, do the plug. Do the where we're at. Do the yeah, thing. So, do the thing. Do the thing. <laughs> so um sort of kind of funny. Um, that's gonna be our podcast. Everywhere you can find podcasts, we are there. Um on the social medias, we are uh, uh sort of kind of funny pod. We have TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, all the main things. Um check us out. Uh, message us if you would like to hear a specific kind of episode or if you have any funny stories. We just do stories. So if you have a funny story and you want to hear it and have us just shit on the story, give it to us, baby. That's what we do. Oh, you're really do us right now, James. Yeah. Like, we'll be assholes. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Like I said, this and, and this episode, I think, is a little more serious than our stereotypical. I, that's oh, what I love. That's sure. what I love about it, because like yeah. all your all your like episodes are, are goofy and they're high energy. And this was like. Yeah serious i've never heard yeah. you guys be serious and i, I mm-hmm. love both of them it's man. fun though yeah. i like it i like it so we're for sure gonna we're gonna plug the shit out of this episode on our side yeah. so you can oh, see like yeah. us and be like oh what is it about sort of kind of funny yeah. But yeah thank you so much the questions were great um we really love getting to know you i mean honestly this has been so much fun we've done other podcasts yeah. this is probably one of my favorite podcasts we've done yeah um, just the real yeah. it's just been so real you know and you and i feel like like I said, you're not judging. You are curious to continue. Yeah, to know you us, were so. not rude. Very respectful. You read the Book of Mormon. The Book of Mormon. Who like Jesus. Yeah, I had to. I had to do it. I had to do it for this because, like, like I know the background. I knew the background before I got into this. Uh, not only mm. from last podcast on the left, but also from yes. like YouTube and like being a little curious right. kid just yeah. on mm-hmm. there, just typing up random <laughs> shit. But like, I didn't feel like I understood your guys' story well enough, so I wanted to like dig more into it to understand Amazing. you guys. Awesome. And then you oh, yeah. finished and you're like, what did I just read? Like, did I just yeah, waste like a week of my life? Yeah. Or you like, did oh you, can I ask you one question before we finish, <laughs> like going into this? Yeah. Did you think we were going to be nut jobs after you learned all that? No. Okay. No, absolutely not. I've been talking to Lauren for like months, months and months okay. and months. Like I've, I've gotten to know her. Uh, I've asked questions about you. Um, I, I thought you guys, so I didn't know the Mormon aspect and like, I really wanted you guys to yeah. like do a collab with us because when we started, you guys were the first, like one of the first podcasts that followed us. And I felt like we kind of started at near the same time. Like we've taken mm. a bunch of breaks because mental health, vacation, yeah. whatever, all that other bullshit. Like we've, we've rearranged, yeah, we rearranged the show like three or four times. So like, it's always been really difficult to like get everybody together and do an episode when you have that many people, it's just, it's super stressful and all that other shit. But like, we started around the same time. So I, I, I was like, I want to I want to do something with these guys. They're very interactive with their Instagram. They're very inter- interactive with their fans. Like, do you guys understand that? Like, what, how long you guys been doing the show? Like, what? A year. A, year. a little over a year. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, a year and like five now. months now? Gosh, yeah. I was wow. going to say, we just crossed our, our one year. Like, I took really? over our, yeah, oh. our two years, two years, my bad. Two years. We okay. just crossed over our two years. Uh, I took over the Instagram uh, six months into the show being a thing so like i want to say like a year and a half because like also like the first eight of our episodes are completely gone because they were so bad it was so bad it was so, bad. It was so it garbage is. 
but oh, it's yeah, okay. Man. You yeah. gotta get there. Oh yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta just fuck it up so bad until you figure it out. Mm-hmm. But I have had an absolute blast with you guys. I cannot thank you guys enough for one tuning into this and two giving me your time for me to ask you these questions and you know poke around inside of your head. It has been an absolute pleasure. So with that, I'm gonna say, stay misfortunate. Always listen to mom, and we're out. Thank you for joining us. Remember, always listen to mom.